and welcome to episode four, C3, Crystals, Cauldrons, and Cocktails. I'm Ren. And I'm River. And this week we are going to talk about the Sabbath, starting with Beltane, since it's tomorrow. Yes. Now, Beltane has a lot of different pronunciations, but actually I'd like to start with the wheel of the of the year. Wheel do- of fortune. <laughs> That's what I got in my head. <laughs> and then at the end, we'll go into detail about Beltane, which I think we're going to do for every holiday as we come to it. So we'll just be generic on everything except Beltane in this episode. But as we get closer to each event that happens throughout the year, we'll go into detail about how to celebrate and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. First, what are you drinking? I am not fun today. I have to go get my second COVID vaccine shot. So I can't drink anything, but I am having a Gatorade Zero. Ah, yeah, I'm traveling. So I am drinking. (laughs) (laughs) So I am, um, it's a little early-ish. So I'm having a mimosa because you can drink those anytime. Of course. Of course. So what is a Sabbath, which is what, what we're talking about, these festivals. Mm -hmm. So there is the wheel of the year, which is the annual cycle of all the seasonal festivals that generally coincide with solar events like solstices and equinoxes and the midpoints in between those. Mm -hmm. So among Wiccans, each festival is also referred to as a Sabbath, which I didn't know that until I did this research for this. I just knew the term term Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, apparently it came from Gerald Gardner's claim that the term was passed down from the Middle Ages. And we talked about Gerald Gardner, Gardner, I think, last week. Yes, we did. And the Anglo-Saxons celebrated the solstices and the equinoxes. Um, the Celts did. Um, and they have fire festivals, that kind of thing. So I, I've always been fascinated by this. So mm-hmm. um we thought we'd go into it a little bit. Um, note also that in the Southern Hemisphere, these are shifted to match the uh, seasons there. Okay. 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 So I start with Samhain, which is October 31st, Halloween, uh, because a lot of people consider this to be the old Celtic New Year. Mm-hmm. Some people call Imbolc the New Year, but I thought I would start with Samhain. Mm-hmm. And It is celebrated modernly with Halloween and the Day of the Dead. It involves paying respect to ancestors, family members, elders of the faith, friends, pets, and other loved ones who have died. Mm -hmm. In some rituals, the spirits of the departed are invited to attend festivities. And in some cultures, you're trying to keep the spirits away. They're dangerous. It's seen as a festival of darkness. Uh, which is balanced at the opposite point of the wheel to Beltane, which is what we're going to be celebrating tomorrow. And it is celebrated, uh, Beltane is a celebration of light and and, and fertility, whereas uh, Samhain is the festival of darkness. On this holiday, it is said to the veil between this world and the afterlife is supposed to be one at one of its thinnest points of the whole year mm-hmm. to make it easier to communicate with those that have left this world. So you might want to play with the Ouija board on Samhain. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope. <sighs> what else do you have about Samhain? Um, and to not go into very much detail, because we will go into detail 
later in October. Mm-hmm. Um, I do just have like the generic like colors that are associated with Samhain as well as stones and herbs, which okay. is pretty cool. So the colors are black orange, which is very traditional yeah, Halloween. Make, makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then white and silver. Okay. The stones are obsidian, jet, and hematite. And then the herbs are mugwort, catnip, belladonna, mandrake, and sage. A good many of those are poisons. That's interesting. Yes. Samhain is my favorite. Yeah, me too. Me I too. love it. All right. So then we go into Yule, which mm-hmm. is generally between December 20th to the 23rd. It is midwinter and it is a significant turning point in that yearly cycle. Um, you know, Stonehenge that we've all heard about, those align with the uh, solstice sunset and, and sunrise and uh, are really important during these Sabbaths that that witches can celebrate. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of feasting and gift giving that are common elements of the midwinter festivities, just like it's it's kind of been adopted into our modern day Christmas as a as a way of celebrate. A lot of the pagan feasting holidays mm-hmm. became Christian holidays as well. Yes. Or somehow merged with Christian merged. Holidays. That's mm-hmm. a whole nother topic in itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. What else do you have about Yule? Um, I think I'll just continuously say like the colors and like the stones and herbs that correlate with each holiday. Okay. So for Yule, the colors are red, green, which is pretty close. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then gold and silver, which is still really traditional. Mm -hmm. The stones are ruby, garnet, uh, emerald, and diamond. Okay. And then the herbs are mistletoe, (laughs) holly, milk thistle, evergreen, and bayberry. Perfectly makes sense. Yep. In bulk is what I have next, and that's February 1st. Mm -hmm. It traditionally marks those first uh, stirrings of spring. It's a time for purification, spring cleaning. You get, you're anticipating the flush of life that's about to come. It is dedicated to the goddess Bridget, who is the daughter of the Dagda and one of the Tuatha Dé Danann in one of the stories, which the Tuatha Dé Danann, and I totally may be saying this wrong, are the L, oh, not L, fairies. Mm-hmm. Fairies. What are the colors and stuff of Imbolc? So the colors are white, pink, red, and yellow. Okay. The stones are amethyst bloodstone, and garnet. Okay. And the herbs are angelica, basil, bay laurel, and tansy. Hmm. And then Ostera, which is the last holiday we just had, it is the spring equinox, and it generally falls between March 19th and the 22nd. And this holiday is the second of the three spring celebrations. Mm -hmm. It's the midpoint between Imbolc and Beltane during which the light and darkness are again in balance with light on the rise. And it is a time of abundant fertility of the earth. That's pretty nice. Yeah, we just celebrated that our first time. Uh, well, I did mm-hmm. um, this year. And I'm really excited because, I don't know, I just felt so festive. And it's just like starting of like the new holidays and what like, traditions go with what I'm starting to study Mm -hmm. and learning about it and then actually doing some of the traditions is really fun. It's fun. I'm really excited about tomorrow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But the colors for Ostera are green and yellow. Mm -hmm. The stones are jasper and emerald, 
And then the herbs are early spring flowers just in general. Like daffodils and tulips. Mm-hmm. Daffodils are my favorite. I am a sunflower person. You <laughs> sure are. Yeah. 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 Okay. Beltane, which right now I'm just going to talk a little bit about because we're going to go into detail after I get through the rest of them. Mm -hmm. It is May Day. It's traditionally the first day of summer in Ireland. The celebrations appeared in pre-Christian times with the Festival of Flora, who was the goddess of flowers. You have maypole dancing and the crowning of the May Queen. This is a festival that recognizes power, the power of life in its fullness. Yeah, there's nothing but joy is what my book says, which is really exciting. Mm -hmm. The colors are blue, green, and purple, which are very summery colors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Stones are amethyst, sapphire, and then the herbs are chamomile, war, war, Jesus. Wormwood and lavender. Okay. All right. Letha is midsummer, generally between June 19th and June 23rd. It is one of the four solar holidays and is considered the turning point at which summer reaches its height and the sun shines its longest. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sun is in its greatest strength, greatest strength and is greeted and celebrated on this holiday. Druid groups frequently, even to this day, celebrate at Stonehenge. Yeah, the veil between the world and the next is quite thin on Letha, just as it is on Samhain. And precautions have to be taken because this is like the important night for the fairies. So it's like the thin veil between like the fairies and fae on this day. Yeah, as opposed to the day, the land of the dead, like on Samhain. Yeah, and I just I that's one of my favorite things about Letha. Yeah. So the colors are yellow, green, and gold. Okay. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. The stones are emerald and gold. And then the herbs are mugwort, vervain, chamomile, yarrow, lavender, and thyme. Okay. And I can't, I can't say vervain without thinking about the show. I've just started watching again, the vampire diaries. (laughs) (laughs) It just makes me think of that. Mm -hmm. All right. Lamas, which has several different names as well, Mm -hmm. is on August 1st. It is the first of the three harvest festivals. Baking a figure of the god and bread and eating it to symbolize the sanctity and importance of the harvest is something that is often done. It is an agrarian-based festival and a feast of thanksgiving for the grain and the bread, which symbolizes the first fruits of the harvest. Mm -hmm. I have a question. Yeah. That's very similar to the eating of the flesh and like the bread of like Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Mm Mm-hmm. That's very similar. A, a lot of pagan rituals were adopted into the church. Yeah, but they didn't even, they weren't even like, sh- like sly about it. They didn't even try to be like, oh no, we came up with it on our own. They literally just took it and it was like copy paste. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, Yeah, well, because they wanted the, the people to follow them and that was the only way it was going to happen. They weren't going to abandon their traditions and their beliefs. And so they kind of merged them so that they could gain those followers as well. Yeah, but now when nowadays when people go and look at holidays, they're like, oh, Easter. Oh, my gosh. That's like the day of Christ and, and as well as Christmas. But it's like, no, mm-hmm. no. Like, mm-hmm. wh- where's this history? Wh- mm-hmm. Why aren't we taught this in school? Oh, yeah. No, that would never happen. At least not here. <laughs> I mean, it's just like. If you ask somebody, oh, what's Easter? 
it's like Jesus's rebirth or something mm-hmm. like that. The, the resurrection. Yeah. And it's like, but, but no, it's not. It, it has more to it. Yeah. It's just like, why aren't these things taught? And then of course you have like bad connotations attached to like pagan, like pagan mm-hmm. holidays, mm-hmm. but it's only bad connotations because people aren't educated about it. Yeah. That's yeah. just, I'm annoyed. <laughs> I know, I right? Mean, I knew this, but and like I know the holidays, but rereading that and you saying that, it like clicked in my head for a second. I was like, mm-hmm. wait, wait a minute. Hypocrites, they're all hypocrites. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think the colors are orange, yellow, brown, and green. Okay. The stones are emerald. And then the herbs are hops, apples, and grains, which makes oh, sense. Oh, absolutely makes yeah, sense. Makes yeah. Really good sense. So then we move into the next uh, harvest festival, which is Mabin. It is the autumn equinox. It's generally between September 21st and the 24th. It is another Thanksgiving for the fruits of the earth and the recognition of the need to share them and secure the blessings of the gods and goddess during the coming winter months. It's, it's, you're, they're starting to realize, you know, we've got it good right now, but right around the corner is the harsh winter and we need to secure this harvest to get us through those winter months. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is the second of the three pagan harvest festivals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The colors for those are red, orange, brown, and gold, which mm-hmm. I think is a very lovely color palette. Me too. The stones are sapphire, lapis lazuli. I just love saying lapis lazuli. <laughs> it's so fun to say. It just like rolls off the tongue. Uh, and then yellow agate. And then the herbs are marigold, milkweed, sage, and milk thistle. Okay. All right. And that brings us back to Samhain again, which mm-hmm. would be the third uh, harvest festival. So I'm going to go into some details on Beltane. And I know you've got some details too. Mm-hmm. This actually begins on sunset on April 30th and goes to sunset on May 1st. And it is all about honoring life. It represents the peak of spring and the beginning of summer. The earth energies are at their strongest and most active. All of life is bursting with fertility at this point. I mean, just think about it right now. When I go outside, you can just feel that the beginnings of life. You can the energies. You can. You can feel the flush of energies out there. I also think it's because we just had a pink moon. Could be the pink moon. I was going to do a post with the pink moon. I tried to take a picture and I don't have that skill. Mm -hmm. So at some point I will learn how to take pictures so I could take some pictures of the full moons. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was gorgeous. I was able to go out and and look at it and it was beautiful. Yeah. Also this time of year is all about fertility in general. It's, you know, the, the earth is becoming ripe and ready to plant. The animals are becoming ripe and ready to become impregnated and it's a time of conception among the people too it's a it's a very strong time to to be fertile and it is a very sexual time period the Mm -hmm. beltane is it's on all levels sexuality and, uh, and fertility is the central theme of of this holiday yeah. You've got sensuality, passion, vitality, joy. It's all about conception. It is a time, you know, not just sexual conception, like to have babies, but to grow ideas and hopes and dreams. It's that kind of conception as well. It's the 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 impregnation mm-hmm. of ideas as well. Yeah. 
It is a fire festival, which I love fire. The world the word Beltane originates from the Celtic god Bel, meaning the bright one, and the Gaelic word Tane, meaning fire. So together they make bright fire or goodly fire. Mm-hmm. Traditionally, bonfires were lit to honor the sun. So something that I think is interesting is that people used to jump the fire to purify, cleanse, and bring fertility. So you would have young couples who wanted to get pregnant, jumping fires, um, pledging themselves to each other. It was a big time for hand fasting ceremonies. Cattle and other animals were driven through the smoke of a fire as protection from disease and to bring fertility. Sometimes they would have two fires and the animals were driven between the two fires, both young and old. This is the coolest thing to me. Both young and old went what they called a main, A-M-A-Y-I-N-G, where couples go out into the woods and fields and make love and they come back with armfuls of the first May or Hawthorne blossoms to decorate their homes and barns. And this was the only time you could bring Hawthorne into your home because it was considered unlucky otherwise. And so it was, you know, they would go out and have sex in the woods with whoever and come back with this Hawthorne and decorate their, their homes, which I, I think is just fascinating. I never knew that. That is really like really fascinating and intriguing to think about. And then I was trying to look for ways to celebrate because it's kind of hard for us today to go up to somebody in a bar and say, hey, let's go screw in the woods. (laughs) Oh, sheesh. (laughs) Well, and especially, you know, know, we're married, so we have someone to to do that with. But I don't know that we could convince either of our men to go out into Into the woods. woods. (laughs) (laughs) But I got a lot of different ways to celebrate from the God Goddess and Green Man website out of the UK. Mm-hmm. Excellent website. And they have Nana's Violet Egg Charm that you can make. Oh. And this is something that we can all make. So as a general rule of thumb, a brown egg for wishes, you, you wish on these egg charms, mm-hmm. um, is better, but uh, white sh- there, you know, here in the United States, we can get brown eggs, but generally I've seen white eggs. I mean, I can, you can see them both. Oh, you can get brown eggs at the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So apparently, actually, apparently the brown one is the one that people should use for the best wishes. Okay. And white wishes are for involving people and plants while the brown ones are involving animals. Okay. Like healing a sick animal, you would use the brown egg, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Okay. So what you do is you use a, a needle and you poke a hole in both ends of the egg and you blow through the egg and the yolk and all of that comes outside. You hollow out the egg. How big is the hole? Uh, like the size of a needle, like a like sewing a, needle. Like a really tiny needle? It, it can be, yeah. Okay. And you can put a, to blow it out, you can put a drinking straw on one end and blow. Oh, okay. And it'll, gravity will pull it out the bottom. Mm -hmm. I used to do this when I was a kid. Um, And then you paint your egg, which just like Easter eggs, you can do any, any manner of painting the egg. And when, when your egg is thoroughly dried out, you place it on top of a mound of um, something to hold it in place. And you're ready to go. You choose a symbol to represent your wish, a heart for love, a coin for prosperity, a candle for wisdom, whatever is meaningful to you. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I love about witchcraft is that it is so 
it's whatever is meaningful to the person. Yeah, to the individual. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can paint the whole egg the corresponding color. So if you want, if your wish is for love, you can paint it red, green for prosperity, purple for wisdom, Mm -hmm. and then you could put rose petals all over it for love or feathers for fertility, whatever has meaning to you for whatever your witch is. Mm -hmm. And then when it's ready, uh, you have to find a suitable place for it and prepare it for hanging by threading a thin thread, like embroidery thread or Mm -hmm. thin wool through the two holes and secure it with a large knot on the bottom or a bead even. Mm -hmm. And um, that holds it. You clear your mind you focus on your desire for whatever it is that is you're wishing for. And they actually came up with a little charm that you can say. Okay. And it says little charm made of shell. As I hang you here, may all be well. May all things grow. May all things flow blessings for the turning of the wheel. So interesting. I like that. And you use these words or any other words that you're comfortable with. Another thing that I love about witchcraft is, you know, what works for one person isn't going to necessarily resonate with another. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all about your intention, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so this came from uh, an enchantress from the website that I read from and from her family traditions. I like the idea of the foods of the day. Feasting to me is a great way to celebrate yes. these holidays. And mm-hmm. for Beltane, I feel like it should be the fruits and vegetables that are coming out early spring. So like asparagus and strawberries and cabbage and Mm -hmm. of course, eggs, um, that kind of thing. Um, There is a bread recipe that was also posted. I'll I'll put a link on our website so that you can go and look at the recipe. It's got flour, buttermilk, honey. It's got dried strawberries. It sounds fabulous. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Another way to celebrate is to stay out all night, gathering the green, watch the sunrise, have sex, wash your face with the morning dew. It's also a time to conceive a new project, grasp that idea, um, get started on it. Mm-hmm. You can dress your home or your altar with greenery, especially with hawthorn, rowan, and birch branches. Ask permission from the tree before you take anything. True. You can dress a tree. Um, this is the perfect time to go out and celebrate a tree because it is a time of nature and abundance and the the awakening of the trees. Mm-hmm. So you can, you know, decorate it. You can use a tree as a maple, uh, where you honor the tree and hang ribbons from its branches, each ribbon representing a wish or a prayer, wear flower crowns. This is the festival of flora, make a flower crown to wear uh, daisy chain. You can make a flower basket, make some Hawthorne brandy, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> you need a bottle of brandy and at least one cup, cup of Hawthorne flowers, plus a little sugar to taste. And you mix the ingredients together, leave it away from direct light for at least two weeks Shake occasionally, strain the bottle, and enjoy. Hmm. Hawthorne is renowned as a tonic for the heart. Oh. And then there's the trees of Beltane, which are Hawthorne, Birch, Rowan. And then the colors, I think you already said, the colors of Beltane are Mm -hmm. the green, the red, the white, and silver. Is that what yours matched up with? Uh, I have blue, green, and purple, which... Oh, interesting. I guess it doesn't match any of mine. 
Okay. Well, this says that green represents growth, abundance, and fertility. Mm-hmm. Red represents strength, vitality, passion, and vibrancy. White represents cleansing and clearing um, and the power to disperse negativity. Okay. Yeah, that all makes sense. Yeah, I have green, but I don't have like descriptions as to mm-hmm. why. And this is also a great time to cleanse your altar, clear your altar, re reset your all- altar you know, that kind of thing. There's also a Brits maybe Mm -hmm. that you can make with rosemary oil, lemon oil, and lavender oil. Oh, you can use that, especially if it's from your own garden, Mm -hmm. that's extra powerful and water. And you can use that. One of the things I read was that you use this spritz to clean your door to wash away the old and welcome the new, which I thought was interesting. Oh, I'm going to have to adopt a lot of these traditions. And mm-hmm. whether my husband likes it or not, we're doing <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, it's just whatever you envision as this is a time of cleansing and clarity and beginnings. So whatever mm-hmm. means that to you, what I like to do is to write my goals on a bay leaf and pass them between two candles or to pass it through the smoke of a candle and then burn it. And the smoke of your goal goes up and disperses Mm -hmm. into the universe. And you just, that intent that you have on that bay leaf goes into the universe and helps you manifest whatever your goal is. Mm -hmm. What different things do you have? I only have a smaller section uh, and ways to celebrate. Okay. So rise early in the morning and you collect flowers mm-hmm. and you can weave them into your hair. Mm-hmm. I might do that. I'm also like going to bake that bread. That bread looks amazing. Sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you roll around in the grass with someone you love and tumble down a hill like a small child. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am allergic to grass, so <laughs> I yeah. would come out with hives. <laughs> yeah, that might be a problem. Yeah. Uh, you dance around a maypole. It's fun, and it's harder than it looks. <laughs> yeah, because they weave, and you have yeah. to go up and down. I've seen that at Renaissance festivals mm-hmm. when where they do that. It's fun to watch. It is. I don't understand how they do it. I would get dizzy. <laughs> it, would, it would be over real quick. I, I, I would end up tied to the maple. (laughs) Yeah, I would get wrapped in there too. Um, You collect wild water such as dew that Mm -hmm. correlates with yours Mm -hmm. or fresh water from a stream and bathe your face in it. Okay. And then build a small bonfire and jump over it, holding hands with the person you love, which is just like yours, but a little less detailed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that that's all I have on Beltane. Well, that's exciting. So mm-hmm. you're going to make the bread. Yes, I'm going to make the bread. I definitely want to do the egg ceremony, mm-hmm. if you call it a ceremony. Mm-hmm. The blowing out of the eggs and the, you know, mm-hmm. it's fun to paint. I used to paint those eggs in pastel colors because mm-hmm. to me, pastel represents this this time. Yeah. Um, and you could, they kind of looked like, um, and I don't remember how I did it. They kind of looked like tie dye, pastel tie dye on the eggs. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. We'll have to Google that. Yeah. But I definitely want to feast. Yes. I love food. It mm-hmm. is. 
I don't, it is the bane of my existence. I love it so much. I literally just ate chicken nuggets before we started podcasting and I already want more. Well, these festivals are all about food to me. Yeah, food is a really good way to celebrate because when you're together with family, friends, whoever you celebrate with, there's always going to be food because you're going to want to eat. And so it's just another way to celebrate. And that's how I celebrate is with food. And And, in the history of when these traditions came from, food was so important because it's not, it wasn't as abundant as it is now. Mm -hmm. And so you did want to celebrate the harvest and the, uh, you wanted to celebrate right now for the planting, you know, and, uh, and the hopes of a good harvest. Yeah. So it it was very important. So food plays a huge part in, in that, in the history. Yeah. All I've got, I hope everybody goes out and enjoys Beltane and celebrates it. Y'all have to let us know how you all celebrate it. Yes, we would love to hear. Maybe we can adopt or talk about anybody else's traditions. That Mm -hmm. would be so fun. That would be fun. That's all that I have. So Me me too. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So check us out on social media at C3 Witchy Podcast or check out our website, C3WitchyPodcast.com. There you will find our episodes and links to our social medias, as well as our link to our Patreon. I'm going to try to post the links to the bread recipe and to that website that I used heavily so that you can go to their website and and see all of this for yourself. Yes. Um, And I will also post the, I use the same book that I used in one of the previous episodes, but I will also link it again. It It is a really good book. This is where I Right now, I'm getting most of my information from. So if I say otherwise, it's probably this book. (laughs) But yeah, so thanks so much for listening. (laughs) See you next time.